Welcome to the Rob and Kale podcast. Rob Sanders. Some would be entertained by it. Some would be horrified by Kale it. Kale Carolina Jackpot Hall. All would be interested in it. The Rob and Kale podcast. And welcome in to the Rob and Kale podcast. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining us this evening. I want to welcome in from the upstate my podcast partner, Mr. Carolina Jackpot, Kale Hall. Kale, what's up, buddy? going on guys um at, well guy uh as we have we have a whole one person watching according to my uh metrics over here on my youtube uh everybody wants to stream everybody wants to go live uh nowadays don't these people understand that uh wednesday night is the night that the robin kell show comes on <laughs> they need to just step off and take a back seat because they're they're showing people i mean it's trash tv that's all it is. It's trash TV. Uh, Sir Uga's here. SEC Dog's here. Brandon's here. Alan the Troll Patrol is here. So, I mean, well, yeah, okay, damn it. Except one watching on my side. And then there was a comment from Sir Uga and from SEC Dog, but it still said one watching. Is one of them invisible? Well, there's, it says there's 26 right now, but. Okay. okay. Well, you're 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 you must be a little bit more um, advanced than I am, sir. Sure. Um, we got uh, we're gonna do some uh, look at some bold predictions for the SEC tonight. I sent this uh this this column from two four seven Sports to Jackpot, and Jackpot just texted me back. God damn, that's all. That's all there is to it. I thought so. We'll we'll look at some of these and uh, no, I didn't say it like that. I I did it it it, it I did it in the, in the Jim Cornette style, but I mean I can't really enunciate it in a text reply. So, exactly. <laughs> um. So we'll get into that momentarily. Let's thank Callaway's Bar and Grill, callawaysbarandgrill.com, Highway 1 Diagonal from the Walmart in West Columbia. If you are in Columbia, go by, enjoy a, a good, some good food, some retro video games, pool tables, all of that at Callaway's Bar and Grill, callawaysbarandgrill.com. We also have from Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport, Fireside Chats with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, take it away. Ah, uh, the bullshit session. Oh, how I've missed thee. Uh, it sucks to be a Gamecock. Death taxes and the Gamecock football team sucking our soul. These are the only things that are certain in this life. Sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. That message courtesy of Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport. Thank you, Dennis, for uh, sponsoring you know what? the show. You know what's worse than, than being a Gamecock? What sucks worse than that? Losing to that team of arsehole suckers. 3130. Yeah. That's 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 rough. That's well, we, rough. I, I was speaking with Mike Muse yesterday and we determined that um that Dabo decided to give the Gamecock fans a Christmas gift. He was trying to I'm just looking over here. My my wife just won the battle royal for Fortnite. Damn it, woman. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so yeah, congratulations. Did she win it? Was it was it kind of like a 
Was it kind of like an, an Iron Sheik WrestleMania X7 win over the Battle Royal and they had to let him win because nobody else could no, take the my, my my wife's a hell of a Fortnite player. She's over there. She uh she beat everybody, beat 100 people for the latest Battle Royal over there. So oh, well, that's go. what they said anyway. Jim Cornette said, well, well, I mean, the Sheik had to win because goodbye, could nobody else take the bump. Yeah. Or he couldn't take uh, the bump. <clears throat> So, that's true. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I'm putting the link uh, for the show into uh, into the chat room, and uh, you can uh, check that out if you would like to uh, to uh, join the show. We'll bring you in there. So, comments really quick here. Joe Higashi, legit leg kicks. Says, Sir Uga, if you rub Jackpot's belly and say hot pockets, hot pockets, hot pockets three times, and then you call in, them are the rules. So apparently to call in, they've got to rub your belly three times and say hot pocket. No, actually it's lean pockets because I'm on a diet, but okay. So so it's lean pockets. Lean pockets, yeah. I like the chicken and broccoli ones. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so I want to read some of these bold predictions to you. A uh, quick shout out to uh, before we get started here. I have a friend in Topeka, Kansas named Steve Costello, who has been uh, battling the cancer. And uh, he's been at it for a good bit. And uh, he, he messaged today on Facebook that uh, he's decided that he's not going to do any more treatment. Doctors have said they're, you know, it's just that time. So uh, Steve will probably be watching this evening. Shout out to Steve. And uh, tonight I will represent the LSU Tigers because that is his team. And the way he signs off, of course, is Alabama sucks. So shout out to Steve as he is uh, dealing with some crazy stuff there. He's been battling this for a long, long time. That's sad. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be like Is that someone you, you were in the military with, sir? No, Steve is in radio production up in Topeka, Kansas, and uh, he um, he's got a great radio voice, and yeah, I mean just a just a great great guy. So, do you have as good of a voice as Tony Schiavone? Um, I mean, Steve's done stuff for like around the world, man. I mean, he's he's pretty talented dude. So, but anyway, I just wanted to bring that out for just a minute, but. Um, I don't want to stand up with like heartbreak segment, like Jim Cornette's podcast with Reggie's corner. We, we're not going to have, we're not going to have a, a segment where people can talk, call in about their dead dogs and everything else. Yeah, th- I heard that. Uh, it's, well, it's, so, uh, we're, we're, we're real sorry about pockets. Uh, I'm being yeah. sick and, and crossing the rainbow bridge. Gotta, yeah. <laughs> God damn. Exactly. Anyway, uh, I just wanted to mention Steve there for a minute. So, you know, it just kind of hit me, hit me in the face with that. Just as I went to sign on here, uh, big Barney Ross has two bourbon reviews. They are up on Robin show.com. Go and check them out. Breckenridge and some other bourbon that I've never heard of. Go and check it out. Uh, lots of you have, I mean, he's got like 15 different bourbons up there, I think. So um, lots and lots of bourbon from Big Barney Ross up there on the uh, RobinKaleShow.com page. Over in the comment section, Brandon Kuhn says, Jamie Robinson drafted by Panthers jackpot. Yep. Uh, saw that. Um, 
and and, and glad for him. Uh, Why do you guys he, care about Florida State players? Hope he don't. I hope he don't lo- loaf. Uh, you know, against the the Jets or somebody like that this year, like he loafed in what? that game against Jacksonville State a couple of years ago. Why? Why do you guys care about Florida State players? I'm I'm confused. I I don't. I'm just saying. I hope he don't loaf. Okay. You know, he was loafing against Jacksonville State on the the the, the play where Jacksonville State last, two years ago, Jacksonville State scored a touchdown to uh, to beat them. You know, we're, we're right. going from we're going from a year year and a damn half ago, pretty much give or take, to uh, you know now we're talking about we're going to win the we're beating Clemson twice and we're going to win the ACC championship. And we're going to the playoffs. Yeah, right. Uh. Sir Ugo wants to join the program. We're going to let him join, Jackpot. Are you cool with that? Yeah, absolutely. Sir Ugo with the rad sticker for uh, the – what I don't remember when that movie came out, but Sir Ugo, welcome to the program, sir. What's going on, fellas? Is, is that how you want us to pronounce your name is Sir Ugo? It just says Sir Ugo with like two A's. Well, it's pronounced lots of different ways. It depends on what stream you're on, you know. Ugo, Ugo, Ugo. So I, I don't want to limit myself to one pronunciation, you know. Okay. Yeah. What do you got for so, the show here, sir? I just I just wanted to tell you that uh, I I don't know if you've been watching any of these other shows about the next uh, Slob Olympics, Rob. Yeah. But it's fast approaching, buddy. Okay. So I just I just want to make sure you know it's March first through third, twenty twenty four. Got it's it. In Panama City. Okay. And there's this little thing called Google. Uh-huh. And you could Google reservations and get your room now. Okay. I, I was looking at that, too. I, shit, I don't know if I'd be able to afford uh, those digs down there. I may have to sleep C- on the beach. Come on, you two. Give me a break. We can we can support you and, and make a donation fund for both of you. Let's go. I might, have to, sleep on, I might have to sleep on the beach. <laughs> I think think Jack Pot should sleep on the beach with uh, with Ziggy. Yo, yo, you you said this last time, Jack Pot. You showed up. Come on now. You got to get Rob down there, bro. Mr. Twisted Rooster was nice enough in in Charleston to to give me a free hotel room that he got from points from traveling to work. If if the two of you are going to come, I'll donate a significant amount of money to get you there. We will. Uh, we have a little time. Let's let's work on that. No, we don't have much time, Rob, because we know you. You book boat shows. Know, there's ten like months. Eighteen years from now, it's you book boat shows for like months. four years from now. No, I don't. It's ten months, man. Tell him, jackpot. What's that? Tell him that he's he's not coming. He's already making excuses. No, I'm not. It's <sighs> ten months away. He, he can't am, be. He can't uh, be setting them up already. So, Lord. It's, yeah, it's like the guy who plans on laying out of work the next day. Rob, are you? Rob, are you proud of that day before they're walking around? <laughs> Jackpot. Is Rob <laughs> proud of that damn tank top you wore to the Slav Olympics? Absolutely. Uh, Jackpot was hot. He was hot, wasn't he? He was hot. I agree with you. But we need you to be wearing well, one that has I mean, his name. That goes on. without saying. I'm not yeah. writing Jackpot's name on my tank top. Are you out of your mind? That's the come on. I'd be hot square, Rob. Let's I go. wear. I wrote yours. God dang! I mean, turn that's the first time. Play. Look, Rob. That's the first time Rob put a tank top on. Tank top on like four. Now shows. I'm starting to get mad over here. What are you getting mad <laughs> are you, about? 
Oh, he's, he's uh, refusing to write my name on his tank top. Exactly. Uh, hey, Let's go, Jackpot. What, what am I supposed to It's black. I can't write a name on a black tank top. Get some white or silver uh, Sharpie there, bro. <laughs> they make white markers. Quit making excuses. Come on, Jackpot. Store? Oh, no, that's fucking funny. Go to Hobby Lobby. <laughs> Hobby, so I gotta get a I gotta get a white marker for my black tank top. Okay, Pete says yeah, white. You can accomplish that. I mean, you, you need one of those money. silver markers, not a white marker, buddy. If you want to go white, just go get some white out. Why don't, why don't I just get some? Why don't I just get some bedazzle and we'll just bedazzle it? It's gonna be. It's gonna some be. You're, what you're gonna have to put on your tank top is Jack Sanders. Jack Sanders. <laughs> That's Deacon's Jack Tripper. Yeah, and on the back you're gonna have to put Utz cheese balls. Yeah, I want to. Can uh, yeah, I want to be a billboard for Jackpot's truck. You, yeah, look, That's he was a do. billboard for you, bro. And damn, uh, I, I know, I Come know. Come on now, you owe what is, him. What is Twisted Rooster talking about? A softball game? What the hell are you talking oh, that's about? A, y'all ain't y'all ain't coming to that. That's the uh, that's in July. That's uh, Raj. Raj does the softball game. What the hell is that? We have a softball, a slob Olympic softball game. It's a softball, really? you know, it's like a big thing. It looks like a baseball. They pitch underhanded. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Sometimes Clemson girls like, throw it really fast. It's yeah, softball. the Clemson's right like fifth it's in the country. I know all the Baptist churches in the South. Yeah. Sometimes girls throw it really fast. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> anyway. Y'all need what? to, jackpot, Mike, you coming to that jackpot? Where is it? It's right outside of Athens, about 30 minutes south of Athens. See, we're at Greensboro. No, Greensboro? What the <laughs> hell? It's more like Greensboro, Georgia, south of Athens. 30 minutes south of Athens is not Greensboro, bro. That's like South Georgia. I'm talking about like I'm talking about like on the suburbs of Athens. I'm sorry. Let me let me clarify that. Okay. Yeah, so like 20 Thank minutes you. outside of Athens, Statum. <laughs> Statum. Yeah. Statum? That's the name of the, the, okay. the name of the town there, bro. Hmm. That sounds like a place where y'all have special meetings with white white sheets. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be coming. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just saying when you put what that the name out there, it's like meetings with white sheets. Do they still do that these days? Of course they do in Georgia. You guys the know that. The hell they do. You done the lost your mind, don't. bro. You need to come Are to Georgia, me, bro. Hold on. You telling me there's not clan meetings in Georgia? I'll bet you there are. What? <laughs> Look, you lost your mind, dude. I have not lost my mind. There's clan meeting yeah. everywhere. Well, bring bring your damn uh, jersey and come on. Bring bring. We'll try. We'll try to find you a place. <laughs> Jackpot should have a, a jackpot would have like a purple robe. He doesn't want the white one. Clan meetings in Georgia. Come on, bro. This is 2023, dude. Yeah, there's clan meetings in Georgia. Hey, you, you would, hey just tell me someplace you think yeah, you have a clan meeting these days. Chocolate cake in my closet. <laughs> there, no, I'm serious. There, there's you have lost your mind. Look, look at your tank top, bro. It's loose. I know it is. Yeah, it's so loose because of that statement you just made. Exactly. <laughs> All, All right, fellas. Right, Y'all have a good night. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank hey, remember yeah. Google days in Panama City <laughs> Beach. Set it up. Okay, sir. Later. Thank you.
Uh, let's see here. I, I don't know who Joe Higashi is, but I, I just want to say for the comments you're making over there. It's very entertaining. You can, suck, you can suck a bag of dicks. The entire bag, sir. Every damn one of them. I, there's so many just shit comments over there. I, I don't even know where to start. And I'm not going to read any of them, but just a bag of dicks. There you well, go. he did say, if you don't go, you lie to us, you get three swats with the paddle. You're you're gonna swat me with a paddle, jackpot? Is that what is that what I'm hearing? Um, yeah, I you know I had a teacher in uh, elementary school had a uh, paddle um, back when you used to could do that in school uh, before everything turned soft. Did you get Did you get paddled in school, jackpot? I had some holes drilled in it. It was called Big Red. Did you Did you get not by her? Not by that teacher. I did. I got paddled in school oh like, I think twice. I think I did. Yeah. Uh, I think Karen, I got, did you get I paddled, paddled in school? Lying. You did? The wife says she's got paddled in school. <clears throat> Sir Uga says we know what Rob's yeah. costume will be. A paddle? I don't know about all that. All right. I'm going to read you some of these uh, predictions really quick here, Jackpot. Tell me if the... If you think that they're they're worthwhile or not, all right. <laughs> so all right. from two four seven sports, and let's see here. Don't be surprised if Kentucky is four and zero when they host Florida. I mean, well, Kentucky I mean, who are the first four against uh, Miami of Ohio yeah, and who? Well, I mean, that's the thing. They play a max schedule to start with, right? Okay, so, well, that sounds pretty damn uh, accurate. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, I, you know, let me make sure I've got the list here in front of me. But they – hold on. If they're 4-0, don't they play you guys early in the season? No, they play – we like, play them the week before we play the turds. <laughs> the turds, okay. So, yeah, they – okay, so here's the – well, you know what? That's not that, not that far-fetched. Ball State – Eastern Kentucky, Akron, and then a road trip to Vanderbilt. So, yeah, they should be 4-0, right? Yeah, well, I mean, they lost to Vanderbilt last year. So, uh, I mean, what's to say that that the the doors won't go for two in a row? They they won at Kroger Field last year. I do remember that now. They won at Kroger Field in the snow. If you, I mean, there, there are a lot of SEC football games that get played with snow coming down. Um, there was snow coming down in that game, and uh, they beat that ass. All right, so we kind of think that one's going to be true. All right, and that's fine. Here's the next one. The next one is Carson Beck's Heisman campaign kickstarts in week three for Georgia. Uh, Beck's star will be born when the Bulldogs welcome in the Gamecocks. The Gamecocks gave up the second most touchdown passes in the SEC last season and replaced their top two players at the back end after Beck completed 18 of his 22 passes in Georgia's spring game. He certainly looks the part. Uh, I'm going to call bullshit on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because you do, you are aware that we have a new um, a new uh, defensive line coach. There's a new sheriff in town, right? 
Yeah. How? Okay. Are the defensive linemen going to play in the secondary? Well, they don't matter. The pass rush, the pass rush, the pass rush. What about depth? I'll say about that. Lack of depth, lack of depth, lack of depth. <laughs> You're jackpot cussing me in a minute. <clears throat> All right. Well, there you go. Bluegrass Sports Media joins, and the first comment that he makes is Devin Leary. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I'm looking for some of these other ones here. Oh, the, here you go. The league's hottest coaching seats are held in College Station and Gainesville. So he's basically saying Jimbo Fisher and Billy Napier are on the hot seat. Uh, mm. I, uh, I mean, I'd say that's accurate with with Jimbo Fisher. I mean, it's been it's been long enough. Um, and if their season goes to shit early this year, uh, I think you're going to see some heads rolling. Billy Napier, I think, has a little bit of a leash. I <laughs> the, the we haven't seen results on the field with them yet, but I mean, they're recruiting pretty well, so. I mean, you got to give him, give the guy a, a little bit of time. I mean, shit. I mean, Florida's not, I mean, you got to stick with somebody, right? You got to right. stick with somebody. I mean, they have, how many coaches have they went through um, since Urban Meyer? I mean, it's been an absolute, how many coaches have they been like to Urban Meyer? I mean, really, I mean, how many coaches have you been through since Steve Spurrier? I mean, it's been an absolute train wreck for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Urban Meyer did win the national championship there, so I mean, there's that. But I mean, you went through runs of him, uh, Muschamp, uh, McIlwain, uh, Dan Mullen, and now um, you got Sunbelt Billy. So they've had their share. <clears throat> Uncle yeah. Lou, Uncle Lou has oft said, uh, "They're the new Tennessee. They're they're what Tennessee was five years ago." All right, uh, the next one is Georgia finishes outside the top 15 in total defense for the first time since Kirby Smart uh, took over the helm in 2016. I'm calling bullshit because their schedule is hot dog water. They, they shouldn't have any problems at all. Yep. Um, Joe, Joe uh, gosh, you have in the comment section real quick. Uh, since Carolina, Jeff, uh, it's, uh, Tyler Butner is going to be good at Alabama. He's actually really good. Just Notre Dame's offensive coordinator was crap. Saban brought him for a reason, Tubbies. Um, I don't know if he's trying to be funny with that or not, but you do realize that Notre Dame's offensive coordinator is his offensive coordinator. Now, yeah, I don't, I don't think he knows that. <clears throat> he's yeah, got, he's got to he's got to get his pick'em magazine. He, he's what he's going with there. All right, here's the next one. Uh, Mizzou loses twice before the SEC schedule begins. Here's their start of the season, Jackpot. Their first four games before they play Vanderbilt, they've got South Dakota, Middle Tennessee, Kansas State, and Memphis. All four of those games at home. And this bold prediction says they lose be two and two. All those games are at Faroe Field? At Faroe Field. I I, I don't think they lose twice. Memphis no, isn't that. I think they'll be three and one. <clears throat> you know, Kansas State may be the shits too. Why? You know? yeah, why not? 
mean, well, I, I mean, they do lose drop a deuce bone. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Nah. I think it'll be three and one. Hell, it might be four and oh. Yeah. I mean, like I said, Mizzou gets, Mizzou gets the old shoehorn treatment a little bit. And shoe, oh, they're just going to be shitty. Let's just write them off because we don't want to do any right. research. Um, I think they might should be okay. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. Um, I'm reading the next one here. <laughs> that was actually kind of, uh, I don't want to read that one. It's kind of stupid. There was one other one that. Oh, Joe yes. Hagashi, quit flirting with Twisted Rooster over there. He's not going to sleep with you, bro. Are you sure about that? Did you ask him? Well, I'm pretty sure he's straight. Okay, then. He's straight as an it's arrow. Not- Straight as that, the flaming arrow that uh, that little white kid throws off that show pony at uh, Dope Campbell Stadium every Saturday. Mm. Yeah. South Carolina finishes plus five or better in turnover margin. They finished minus four last year. They finished plus 11 the last time they were better than that, that in 2017. Uh, I guess that depends on how many uh, picks Spencer Rattler decides to throw. Mm. Well, that's why we were we were what minus how many last year? Minus four. Um, that uh, yeah, that's a result of some of his uh, fuckery <clears throat> earlier in the season, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so I don't know about I, I I'm not so sure about that. I'm not sure about that either. Uh, the marriage between Devin Leary and Liam Cohen works out with Kentucky getting the transfer quarterback from NC State. Cohen's return to Lexington brings out the signal callers best. You've seen early 2024 draft boards at the position. Leary will command more respect after an impressive campaign. So let's make sure that we put this into perspective for a second. Levis was what? A, a you know second round draft pick? Yeah. And they're talking about bringing this other guy in, Devin Leary, and he's going to be the next Kentucky player. that. What Kentucky go last year? Six and six? So seven like and that. five, I think. Yeah, so seven and five. He's the next seven and five quarterback at Kentucky, I guess. Maybe yeah. that's the route they're going. I don't know. What's their ceiling? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, there's bluegrass season- sports media in the comment section. He called in the other night. Did you uh, hear his call, Rob? No, sir, I didn't. Uh, so since you, uh, you know, weren't able to speak, work for you, just kind of, you know, just tanked on me and didn't even listen to the program that's nice I, I i listened to some of it i just didn't hear his uh hear his comments sir and generally his when comment, he, he, talks, he called and talked talk for about, 10 minutes well you, you let him talk too long if you let him talk 10 minutes what the hell is he going to talk about yeah. fucking bourbon I mean, he was for making points i mean guy he was making so many points i couldn't interrupt it and stop him he was on a roll but what points was he making look the only kentucky fan that has any weight with me is is a uh, big barney ross he gets on here and in 15 seconds can tell you whether Kentucky sucks or not, lets you know Boston College is overrated, and that Eli Drinkowitz is a dork. All of that in 15 seconds. I don't need 10 minutes of fucking Will Levis is God, John Calipari is great, and Anthony Davis was awesome when he's at Kentucky. I don't need to hear that shit. Give me Big Barney Ross. That's the, the resident Kentucky fan here. 
Okay. Yes, you made your point. Yeah. <laughs> we get everything we need from Big Barney Ross when it comes to Kentucky. Right. Everything else from uh, Bluegrass Sports Media is just drivel. Um. <clears throat> okay. Tommy Reese's scrambling for a quarterback is a problem for Alabama. Uh, shouldn't the Crimson Tide have dipped their toes in the first group of available Porter quarterbacks rather than go all in, it appears, on Notre Dame's Tyler Buckner? Reese knows what the Crimson Tide's new transfer signee can do and what he can't. And based on what we've heard during spring practice, it still feels like Ty Simpson is the most talented signal caller on the roster. How late in the game will Reese decide on his guy during camp? Wow. Here's that, that's my thing, and I did a video on this subject last week. I mean, there's nothing guaranteed that this guy is going to be their starter. I mean, he could have been brought in for depth. I mean, geez, Christ. People, I mean, Alabama's dead. Nick Saban's lost it. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, programs uh, falling apart. You know, they're not what they once were. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, keep talking that old shit and flapping those gums. Keep flapping those yeah. gums. It's gonna come out and win Al- the national championship. Alabama's not gonna suck. They're you know they're they'll win ten games at least. So, just saying they're, they're not running backs legit. I mean, defense is that they might have the best defensive back in college football. Ain't nobody throwing on Kool Aid. On Kool Aid, yeah. Isn't that his name? It's like yeah, that's his damn name. That is his name. It's not a nickname. That is. That's his name. His name is Kool-Aid. His name There's is a, Kool-Aid. His real name is, is Kool-Aid. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. I, you know, my, my wife's not going to believe that. There's a football player at Alabama. His legal name is Kool-Aid, honey. They're different in Alabama. Do you believe that? I teach. What do you think? Oh, yeah. She says she kind of believes that because she teaches. <clears throat> ah, well. How, how does that go when you're in class? Uh, we're, we're taking attendance. James Smith, are you here? Yes. Kool-Aid. Yo. <laughs> the fuck is that? I don't know what's worse. Me thinking that Kool-Aid goes to class or thinking that Kool-Aid would actually answer for attendance. <laughs> oh, shit. <clears throat> Uh, Twisted Rooster says, is bluegrass a type of weed? Because I think he's smoking something. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Mayhem Matthews says it's a nickname. Well, there you go. All right. So Chris from Georgia says that Jaquincy is his real name. Well, God dang, that's that's about, man. Well, why can't why can't this be Tom? Yeah. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> Josh sure Quincy. They named after the steakhouse. Yeah, like yeah, the with the with the yeast rolls. The Quincy's yeah. yeast rolls. Those were great. All right. Um link is in the description there if you would like to join the program. Uh <clears throat> some interesting uh stuff there from uh from Brad Crawford at two four seven sports. Uh, Joe says it's a nickname like how people call Jackpot PJ from Goof Troop when he walks into a donut section at the store. What the hell? What's a donut section? Um, 
Donut Blue, section. Grass, Cody's over there laughing at bluegrass with the <laughs> laughing emoji. Kentucky ain't won ten games since Benny Snell, right? Didn't uh, did, well when Tennessee won eleven games last year. How many years has it been since they won double digit games? Like a lot, a lot, <laughs> like a long time. Yeah, um, like a real long time, like nineteen ninety eight. I mean, uh, so you have to. Rough. You you had a second round quarterback at Kentucky, which by the way, man, he looked pitiful on draft night. Someone at the NFL thought, oh, you're gonna get drafted. They invite the people there they think that are gonna get drafted. And apparently they missed out on that because they were like, ah, no, fuck him. But so he had to sit there all night. And I think it was his girlfriend's with him, and she's looking at him like, I thought we were gonna be getting drafted. You're a second round pick. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, everybody says, well, he's got the body. He's got the frame. He's got this. He's got that. Kentucky didn't have a good offensive line. Blah, blah, blah. That's why, yeah. Look, I mean, he didn't He didn't do anything to show any of that off in college. I mean, there were flashes here and there, I guess. But, you know, that's I mean, maybe would- that's what the NFL GM saw, you know. Let's evaluate Chris's uh, comment there. He says if if Tennessee played Kentucky's schedule, they would they would win ten games every year. So when you look at Tennessee's schedule, uh, you've got Virginia, Austin P, Florida, UTSA, South Carolina, A and M, Kentucky, Alabama, UConn, Mizzou, Georgia, and Vanderbilt. Now I well, there's just a world of difference in that and Kentucky's schedule. Well, you. Kentucky does Kentucky does have four non-conference games that are shit. I'll give you that. But I mean, so does Tennessee. Well, I mean, who's the toughest? Who's the toughest one on that non-conference schedule? UTSA. That would be UTSA. Yep. Yeah. Because Virginia's Virginia's a shithole. Yeah, Austin shit. Governors. And then you've got yeah, they're FCS. Yeah, and UConn. UConn's actually improved. Well, they make a bowl game last year. They might have. They beat Boston College, but we know Boston College is overrated. Well, that's why they beat them. That's why they beat them. Uh, Welcome to the show. Good evening. How's it going, guys? What's up? Not much. So. I'm confused. Tennessee fans are saying, well, if we play Kentucky schedule, we'd have won 10 games too. So you can't you can't have both. So we're either going to sit here and we're going to, like Rob would say, have a SC lower back tattoo and say the schedule we play is all hard or or we're not. So we're going to – No, no, I think – I think, and I'm not trying to speak for Chris from Georgia, but I think what he's implying is the fact that – on the Tennessee schedule every year, they have Alabama regardless. They also have Georgia regardless. But you also have – you play four games against MAC teams. I think that's where he's going with that. Well, three. You don't, you don't stretch – well, I mean, okay, well, three – three, three in Louisville. And Louisville. So I think that's where he's going with that. Okay. Let me ask you this, Rob. Sure. How many Power Five out of conference uh, teams did Tennessee play last year? I, I don't know. I don't. Pretty sure it was one. Pretty sure it was yep. 
Kentucky okay. played the Power Five team in Louisville. Okay. Um, yeah, that's the, the, that's the only non-conference Power Five <laughs> team you played since two thousand three. And that's that's fair. <clears throat> but why? I, I mean, the, listen. Look, I don't I don't like agreeing with the Tennessee folks on this, but when it comes to it seems like every season, like last year, you have to give Tennessee credit for playing Pittsburgh, who is one of the top teams in the ACC. That is a better uh, – it looks better on their schedule than playing the uh, the three MAC teams that you guys have. They also have Alabama and Georgia on the schedule. Now, I know that you play Georgia as well, but they've got Alabama too. So they're going into the season with two teams that are ranked in the top ten and one of the best teams from the ACC on the schedule. Uh, that's pretty good compared to what you guys had. Was Pitt one of the best teams in the ACC this year when they played them? They, I, I, I think Pittsburgh finished in the top twenty-five last year. Yes. I mean, I don't, I don't like the whole thing you do with the finish in the top twenty-five. Why? Because the top twenty-five, there's going to be a certain number of teams from each conference in the top twenty-five in the year because they have to play each other. So someone has to win. Okay. Okay, so so wins and losses don't matter. It should just be on. I think this team is better, so we're we're not gonna we're not gonna take into account wins and losses. No, but I think we also have to take into account how talented the teams they <laughs> are. Pitt's playing um, a watered down ACC. So, oh goddamn! So Texas A and M should have been ranked. They won five games last year. They play an SEC schedule and couldn't beat App State, but they should be ranked even though they started out in the top five. You're grasping. That's what you're telling me. I'm not grasping at straws. We can go down the line. Miami ended up being a shithole too. They were a top 20 team at the beginning of the season. They weren't that good. I mean, we can go every year and look at the preseason stuff, and just because you're supposedly ranked in the top 25 in week two or three doesn't necessarily mean that you're – deserving of being a top 25 team at the end of the season. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying look at the talent index, the talent on the teams. The teams in the ACC are not mm-hmm. as talented as the teams in other conferences. Okay. So the a- ACC teams so have more games. Kentucky had a, a second-round quarterback. Why would they win, what, six games last year? Because they play in the SEC, Rob. Oh Jesus Christ! You played. You won six games last year. You lost to Vanderbilt. Yeah, they played SEC teams. Yeah, come on, man! You're 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 grasping here, buddy. You should stick I'm, to hoops. I'm not grasping. Well, we all know they would have beaten the Gamecocks, but Will Levis was out. I think. I think, and I I I don't want to say this, but I do think we would have beat you guys with Will Levis. No, nah, I don't think he was worth 10 points or 17 points, actually, because you scored a garbage TD, but whatever. I mean, he ran the entire offense. Okay. What What was Chris Rodriguez, chopped liver? We didn't hand him the ball. Okay, so that's – Whose fault is that? On your ball, right? that's, about, that's like stupid Clemson. Didn't hand Will Shipley the ball the whole damn second half and uh, got beat by the Gamecocks. Sucks. Appreciate it, though. <laughs> uh, but no, Rob, I, I'll tell you what. I, I, I called in last week 
and I asked Jack about this, and I'm going to get your thoughts on it. I don't understand, and you, you talked about him earlier, the second-round quarterback, Will Levis. A lot of Tennessee fans that are Titans fans were pissed that they didn't pick Hayden Hooker. And I don't understand what their, what their reasoning is behind that. Hayden Hooker tore his ACL, is t- already 25 years old, and has played in the offense that not a lot of pro quarterbacks have came out of. Um, I don't understand why they think he should be drafted ahead of a guy who has all the traits like Will Evans. Um, I'm not on the Will Levis campaign because I don't think, I mean, just because you throw the ball and you can, you can look like you're, you know, you can look like you're great. doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be great, you know? <clears throat> so I, oh, there, I didn't kick bluegrass off. He left himself. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just not on the Will Levis train. So he's just over there poking at buttons and he, Accidentally just knocked himself off the stream. I, I, but here's the thing: I don't know about Hooker either. I mean, he's got he's an older quarterback, and he's got the uh, the knee replacement that he you know he had to deal with that. So I I'm not sold on him either, to be completely honest with you. So there you go. Uh, let's um, welcome in Chris from Georgia here. Chris, what's up? Hey, what's up? Can you guys hear me? Yep. Yeah. Uh, no, he, I'm not a Titans fan. I'm Chris in Georgia. I grew up a Falcons fan. The Titans didn't exist when I started watching pro football. But, uh, like, I think a lot of fans are mad because if there was – it was a thin quarterback class. Like, the fact that, that Will Levis and Hendon Hooker were, the, were your fourth and fifth best quarterbacks is a big question mark because Hendon Hooker does have a lot of – I mean, I think Stetson was the sixth best. And he was good, but, like, he's got his own flaws, too. But, like, I think the fact is that, like, you can sit there, like, RG3, the dude was a stud. He ran a gimmick offense in college. Like, a, t- a team took a first-round risk on him. If he wouldn't have got hurt, I mean, he showed out his rookie year, one rookie of the year. If he wouldn't have got hurt, who knows what his career would have been. You know, Patrick Mahomes came from an air raid. I think the fact that the Titans – their GM's entire argument was, well, he was in a pro-style office. Yeah, and he sucked it. He sucked it. Like, the, the, the thing is, it's like, you can sit there and uh, nobody's going to be like, just because a kid played in a, in a, in a pro-style offense, if he sucks at it, what makes you think he's going to be better in the NFL in a pro-style offense? Like, you could always take a kid that ran maybe a different type offense, but if he's good in that, maybe he'll be good in a pro-style offense. You don't know. But I, you know what Will Levis is going to be in a pro-style offense. I would have taken Stetson Bennett. If you needed a pro-style quarterback, I would have taken Stetson Bennett over Will Levis because Stetson Bennett's a winner, and he's ran a pro-style. If you're just going to hand the ball to Derrick Henry freaking 40 times a game, why not take a dude that has two fucking rings on his finger instead of a guy who, who led the league in interceptions despite only being like eighth in passes attempted? Like, it just I, – I don't understand that. It's – Picking out NFL quarterbacks is never easy. I, and the I, Titans are bad at it. The Titans have been bad at it. They just drafted Malik Willis last year, and they already they moved up and and spent draft capital to get this guy, and they're pulling well, Mar- the plug them quick. So yeah, Mary. I mean, Mariota, which he had injuries, but Mariota didn't pan out. Jake Walker, he was supposed to be the next big thing. I mean, he didn't do anything. Like, these dudes are bad at picking quarterbacks. And, and I know a lot of my Tennessee brethren are Titans fans, but they'll admit it too. Like, 
I don't well, know. I, 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 I don't know if Hooker was the answer, but but Will Levis wasn't the answer either. The, the thing that gets me with Will Levis is that they want to talk all this stuff about, hey, maybe he's maybe he's the next um, he's the next Josh Allen because he's a big guy that can throw the ball and he's you know and he's built and all that. I don't know. Um, I you never know until they get out there and actually do something. But I you know and even like you know the Panthers drafting uh, drafting the quarterback from Alabama. You know, I I worry about having somebody that short where they can't see over the offensive lineman. I mean, there's a picture that was out there where he's standing next to one of his offensive linemen, and he looks like he's his little brother. You well, know, they, not- they, they did them dirty on the introductory press conference. They had him behind that big-ass podium, and it was like – up to his collarbone. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> this man is yeah. stool or something. But, but no, like, like I, I ain't got no room to talk because I'm a Falcons fan and, and Riddick or whatever his name is, he's, he's not it. We're probably going to be looking at Caleb Williams next year or somebody. So we're not exactly great at, at drafting quarterbacks either, but I don't know, man. I just – I would have honestly tried to find an established quarterback and given up draft capital to bring that guy in over – going for Will Evans, I don't know. Or I would have tried to move up and get one of the, the top two quarterbacks. I don't think Anthony Richardson is going to be a project too, but I think he's got a higher ceiling than, than Will Levis. I feel like Will Levis is finished. And then with Kentucky, like, yeah, they've got Liam Cohen back, but Devin Leary's coming off a torn peck. Like, who's name the nat, last guy that you know that came off a torn peck and was just great. Like, J.J. Watt, the dude had back issues. I that had a torn peck, but – J.J. Watt had back issues and said that his torn pec is what made him want to retire. It was so painful. And you want this dude to throw with that torn pec now? Like, I just don't see it. I, and they don't have anybody behind him. Nobody behind him. They didn't get anything in the portal behind him or bring in anything in the in the recruiting class. That's well, they promising. had a young man that started against the Gamecocks last year. He was pretty good. <laughs> and the guy that played against Iowa, the one that the entire SEC told him he was a wide receiver and – Kentucky wanted his brother, so they're like, no, you can play quarterback here, and then he throws like six pick sixes in the freaking bowl game. But uh, I don't know, man. I'll let other people call in. Like Kentucky's just a little bit too big for the britches this year. I don't know. I think Tennessee's probably nine wins, maybe ten if, they're, if they can uh, if they can beat Kentucky, uh, uh, USC and Florida, which they could split those games. But um, like Kentucky well, fans thinking that this – no, not, no. no, I'm talking about Tennessee. I don't think Kentucky – I think Kentucky uh, will struggle to make a bowl. Like, if their schedule wasn't so easy, I think making a bowl could be really hard for them. But that's, the schedule I – mean, That's interesting. I, you know, perhaps the human baked potato, uh, Mark Stoops, has, uh, you know, he's reached its ceiling. Thank you, Chris. I, we appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, no problem. All right. Um yeah, I, I'm in the camp of uh, jackpot may be correct. Um, the best endorsement we've ever had for the show, I wanted to read it from Joe Higashi here. Here's here's his um, – we should put this on a billboard. Jackpot and Rob could make it. Both fat, annoying, but likable. It could work. That's what people the think. The operative our- word there is likable. <laughs> I thought it was could. <laughs> we could kill each other. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, I, I don't know about the whole thing with with Kentucky. Kentucky could be eight and four. They could be four and eight. 
I feel the same way about Auburn too. They could be four and eight. I mean, I think I think they'll at least be have a you know six and six, seven and five season. It's about like always. I mean, you you kind of know what you're going to get with uh, with old Marky Mark there. Cool. All right. Well, we've had a good show, Jackpot. You have anything else you want to go over this evening before we get out of here? Uh, not that I can really think of. I've uh, my allergies have been kicking my ass tonight. I apologize. I've been rubbing my eyes the entire night. I need to uh, get some visine drops, I guess, before I lay down. Need something, man. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys joining the show, and uh, we'll talk to you later on. Have a good week. Appreciate it. <laughs>